I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care. And it's not just bubble baths. Download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care. Head to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash self-care. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 376 on the Get Merry podcast. And we're so excited to be here with you today. Yes, like we always are each and every week. Now, this episode is actually inspired from someone on Instagram who messaged us and asked a really, really good question. And I just thought it was such a good topic and like something we could dive deeper into. So thank you to Alicia for Mm -hmm. messaging and asking. We're really excited to dive into this topic. Yes. And if you do ever have any podcast requests or you would like us to talk on a certain topic more, do feel free to reach out to us because we read all of our messages, respond to all of our messages, and you help inspire this podcast and help us actually understand what you want to hear more about. So reach out. But this episode, I mean, it is. It's a great topic. It's one of my favorite things to talk about, I think, Mm. when it comes to business and doing your own thing and being on your own path and trying to create a life (laughs) that is filled with greatness. The question of competition, Mm. the question of walking your path, you're walking your path, you're creating your dream, you're following your bliss, your passion, whatever it might be. And of course, there's someone else doing something quite similar, maybe the same thing, maybe the exact same business. How do you not get stuck on comparing yourself to the competition? How do you not let that competition stop you? Yes, and especially when you look at the competition and you think they're actually better than me or they're smarter than me or they've been in the industry longer than me or they have better connections. Uh, they have more Instagram followers than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's a brick and mortar business. You know, it's in in the same town, in this you know, in the same neighborhood, and they've been there longer, or they have a bigger room, or whatever. Like the list is endless, and I mean, like the mind can go down this this winding path and like kind of like this spiral downwards when we get onto it and start comparing ourselves, and especially when we start thinking all the competition is better than us. Mm-hmm. Uh, So it's a great topic. I think we can all resonate, even if we don't have our own business. I think we can all resonate thinking, you know, in the workplace, when we're going for promotions, when we're going for certain jobs, Uh, even in the same team, you know, when you have teammates and you look at their skills versus your skills. I'm sure it's even a thing with like, I mean, you know, we've seen many friends of ours who have had babies and even they get stuck in this kind of like competition mindset of, who, you know, you're doing it wrong mm-hmm. or they're a better mum. And mm-hmm. it's like we I see it everywhere. Everyone around us struggles with this at some point or another in some way or another, not just business. I mean, it could just be like, 
oh, they have a nicer house or they have a better mm. car or whatever. Like the list is endless. And it's, it's all the same, isn't it? Yeah. It's all a comparison game of they're better than me and I'm not good enough. This is kind of yeah. the idea around this. So I love this question. Thank you, Alicia, for asking it. And when I responded to Alicia, I responded with this story. And you may have heard this story before, but I think it's a really important one to recap on. And this one lesson that has stayed with us since the very beginning of our business journey. Actually, it was probably like a year into our business journey, wouldn't it have been? Mm, we went to New York. A year or two. A year or two. We'd done our health coach training with IIN and we were in New York and – we had messaged Joshua Rosenthal, who is who was the founder of IAN. He's now sold it, which is amazing. But we messaged him out of the blue. We're like, maybe we could have uh, dinner with Joshua. So random. Who does that? Who does that? We do that. Okay. But he actually was free. So we ended up meeting him and his partner, Alex, in NYC. And it was amazing. And we were just having a conversation over the dinner table. We weren't really asking for advice, but we were talking about two very uh, prominent health leaders in Australia. We were just saying how amazing they are, how inspiring they are. Wow. We want to be like them. Like that would be a dream. And he kind of, he stopped us in our, in our tracks and he said, girls, look sideways. And we actually looked sideways at each other and we're like, what is he talking about? What do you mean look sideways? And he goes on to say, you are me, I am you, and we are one. Look sideways. No one is above you. No one is below you. We're all the same. And this lesson, I can see it playing in my mind like a movie. We have come back to it again and again and again. Whenever we catch ourselves comparing people, comparing ourselves to others, whenever we start catching ourselves thinking we're not good enough, they've got more followers, they've got more members, oh, now they're starting an online platform, oh, that's our idea, like how dare they do that, now we're going to lose members. Whenever we catch ourselves with that mindset, which I'm telling you, this mindset comes and goes, comes and goes, but if we can catch it and remember this lesson of look sideways, it stops us in our comparison tracks and brings us back to our mission and our focus on what's actually important, not what other people are doing, mm. what we're doing. Yeah, and it's like the way to get to that point is to have the awareness to acknowledge it. So, you know, even to realise that, oh, like I'm really stuck in this like focusing on the competition, like that's step one. Like you need to have awareness to then go ahead and make a change. Mm -hmm. And the thing is looking at your competition is not necessarily a bad no. idea. Like we wouldn't say don't look to other people because we can look to other people. It's just how are we looking at the other yeah. people? Because there's so many things that you know, could benefit you. Like you can learn from other people who maybe have been longer in the industry. You can be like, oh, look what they're doing. Like I want to do that. Uh, another thing is you, you know, you just get inspiration from other people. Or you could look at other people and say, look, I like this, but I really think that's no good. I will never do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we really have learned a lot of uh, great business lessons from looking at other businesses in similar industries and being like, oh, like, I think that's such a bad decision. That's a great lesson in what not to do. Uh, and then I think it's really important to acknowledge that, like, on the outside, you know, from your perspective, you don't know the ins and outs of that business. Some businesses and some social medias look like, you know, 
It's all rainbows, butterflies. Everything's going amazingly. But deep down, it might be going really badly. Like we don't know deep down the inner works of a business from the outside. Mm, Exactly. I really, I mean, I don't know how many times we've had that conversation of, well, there's another lesson of what not to do. Yeah. And it's actually, we kind of make it like a fun thing. Like, you know, for us to look at other businesses and and dissect them, like we make that a fun thing that we enjoy. Like we don't just love our business, we love business. Yeah. And so looking at other businesses from a bird's eye view and being like, oh, what can we learn from that business? What can we learn from that business? It's actually a really uh, very – what is the word that I'm looking for? It's a very beneficial thing to do if you're in business. Well, because you can learn from – you know, every single business really, even the most unaligned mm-hmm. business you can learn from. So, you know, if, okay, for example, you are similar to us. Maybe you're teaching Pilates, teaching yoga. Maybe it's in person. So you have a studio. Uh, you can learn from the restaurant down the road. You can learn from a big national company. We can look at the branding. We can look at how they message, the key messages. We can look at how they email. We can look at their uh, when we're in the restaurant, their processes. Like what what was the customer journey from when we entered the doors to when we were served to when we got our meals to when we left Yeah, and then beyond. There's so many things we can do when we're looking at other businesses. So if we can look at, you know, totally different businesses in that way. We can also look at our competition that way. We can learn from them. We can learn what to do, as in get inspired, find new ideas, not copy, get inspired. And we can also learn what not to do. Yeah. And I think another important thing, like a great kind of uh, action step, look at your business and see, you know, what is your differentiation? Mm -hmm. How are you different to the competition? What do you do that's different to them? Or what do you not do? Sometimes it's easier to look at what you don't do. So you, for an example, our example, you know, we're teaching yoga and Pilates online. When we first started, like really the only people who were teaching Pilates online and yoga online, it was all about physical transformation. It was all about the before and after photos. I mean, we all remember like Kayla Itzines, I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it, um, bikini body workout that went gangbusters obviously and obviously it's not called that anymore but it was all about the before and after photo and we know from personal experience that this kind of marketing makes you feel like rubbish or it triggers eating disorders uh it makes you feel less than we knew that from the start and then we kind of like were comparing and we're like well look what she's doing like we need to do that like let's do that so we posted our before and after photos And then we got a big email from one of our longtime community members saying, girls, you're better than this. And, you know, she wrote an essay and it was like, oh, God. And I I know we've talked about this before, but it was very true in that it wasn't authentic. We hate before and after photos. And then we made it our point that we are not, underline, not doing before and after photos. And this has shaped our marketing. This has shaped our differentiation. And it attracts a certain group of people. To be honest, most people still go for that before and after photo. However, we don't want to be part of that toxicity. Mm -hmm. So we're taking a stance and we're really proud to do that. And it might mean that we don't grow as fast. (laughs) It might mean that uh, we don't have that same, in inverted commas, level of success. But we're okay with that because 
what is important to us is our moral line of how does our product, how does our business, how does Marybody make people feel? Yes, but then there's the other thing that like maybe we're just bit, a bit before, you know? Like, oh, yeah, like You can see like, you know, we've seen it as well that like more and more people are actually moving to this kind of way of selling. And in fact, unbelievably, we even felt to the com- you know felt competitive this week because we noticed someone in the same industry, Pilates Online, who normally talks about blasting your fat on your arms and like cinching in your waist and blah blah blah, which I dislike. You know now she's all of a sudden talking about how quitting dieting and and uh, you know going down that way and. It, like leaving all these toxic, this toxic uh, fitness industry, and I'm like, hang on a minute. Like last week, you were telling me to get rid of my arm fat. No, last post, you were telling yeah, me to get rid so of my I'm arm fat. So I'm really confused here. But I felt like really annoyed at her because I could see she was getting so much traction, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is a perfect story to tell you that you know, like we fall back sometimes. It's just totally normal when you're doing your own thing. Of course, you're going to feel this mm. because you care. And then sometimes in that moment, so how do we get through that yes. moment where we were like, oh, like how dare she take our messaging? We own that. <laughs> we own that messaging. <laughs> we we don't. We own swore. It. We said a bad word. Started with F, and we said. That word, them. <laughs> F them. F them. We were like, F them. And, you know, that is, that's a way to deal with competition as well, to just remind yourself, hang on, don't focus on them. This isn't a moment to focus on them. Sometimes you focus on them and you can get inspired, you can learn, blah, 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 like we are talking about before. And sometimes you just got to say F them and bring your focus back to you. So don't think about them for another minute. Come on, Carla, let's go. Let's bring the focus back to what we're doing. And that's another little bit of a strategy that we like to use. So feel free to take that one. I feel like that's a really, really handy one to have in your back pocket. You can change the word if you don't like that. Stuff them. Stuff them. That's probably better. I mean, we don't swear very often, but, you know, it's very powerful when we do. (laughs) When we do, we do. Uh, So... I just think it was so funny because it happened this week when we got the message from Alicia. So... I want to come back to this idea of success and how we were talking about, oh, you know, maybe they're going to have more levels of success than you or maybe they're more successful and they get more accolades and more awards and they're doing so much better than you and these are the kind of thoughts that we're having. We also need to define what success means to us personally and stop comparing our success to someone else's success because someone else's success might not even be what you want. And... This amazing story, Brian Clark, he's amazing. We had lunch with him. Another story. From Copy Blogger. From co- yeah, from Copy Blogger. And I know we've said it before, but we need, to, we need to underline this story. We need to underline these stories. You need to hear them again. And we were saying to Brian, he said, what, what do you want to do with this thing? Like it, it was pretty much just a blog back then. I think we'd run maybe a few challenges. Was no, it just food it wasn't. Marybody? It wasn't Marybody. Oh it was my. just food. We're like, oh, Brian, we want this to be massive. And Brian is the owner of a 10-figure business. 10-figure business, okay? And we're telling him we're going to make it massive. Like, we can't wait. Like, just like you, Brian. We want to be just like you. (laughs) And he, again, 
made us take a little bit of a breather and he's like, girls. <laughs> I feel like everyone starts their advice like this to us. You know, girls. We could get angry about it, but we're not at all. Like, I'm not offended no, at all. call These, me girls. I don't call mind. Call me girls. I like being called girls. Yeah. I mean, we get plenty of emails from our members. Hey, Hi, girls. girls. Like, I like it. Except, it feels like it's my mum talking to me. I literally have never once been offended by Neither. that. And I know some people do. Like, I am a woman. Like, no, I'm a girl. Inside, I'm a, I'm a girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a little girl. <laughs> anyway, so we were talking to Brian, telling him about our uh, our plan for the Merry Empire. The big plan. The big plan. And he, again, stopped us in our tracks and he goes, are you sure you want that? You need to check in. He said, because I have 80 staff and a 10-figure business. And do you know what that actually means? And I'm like, no, what, what does it mean, Brian? Like, tell, tell us. us. He's like, I have 80 families to look after. That was such a big eye-opener. Would you like that level of responsibility? No, thank you. As in you have to make sure that 80 families can live every single week or however often you pay these people. And we walked it from that lunch and we had a real big reality check in our goals. And we realised actually, no, we don't want, want that. We want a lean, mean Amazing machine that is our team. <laughs> that was such a good rhyme. <laughs> Lean, mean, amazing, something, something. I can't even remember what I said. Right now at this stage in our business, there's me, there's Emma, there's our mum, which was one of our first goals when we ever started this business was to hire our mum and we did that, yay, in 2021. We have our amazing Rose who's been with us I think for four years now. Oh, my gosh. Wow. She's amazing. Three or four years. We love Rose. And then we have contractors. So we have our video team, we have our designer, we have our developers. So they just come in and out when we need them. We don't pay them all the time. We just pay them when we need them. And our team is underline amazing, bold, capitalized, amazing. It runs so well. And we could look at it from a bird's eye view and say, you know what, let's bring in a content marketer. Let's bring in a producer. Let's bring in uh, another director so we don't have to do all the work. But that is another level of responsibility. And, you know, maybe we will hire more people, probably. But right now it's really good. And to me, a successful business looks like a really well-operating system, which our business is, with solid foundations, which we have, and room to grow, which we do. Agreed. And that we're not experiencing too much burnout. I mean, I say too much because, you know, sometimes there is levels of like, whoa, there's too much work. Like now. <laughs> like right now, too much work. <laughs> However, I know in just a month there'll be a whole lot less work. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, let's just get through this short period and then it'll be a bit more quieter and we can catch our breaths, which is totally normal when you're owning your own business. Like you have to be real as well that when you do have your own business, you're doing like five jobs instead of one. Like realistically Mm. we've talked about the pros and cons before yeah there's so many pros and cons I mean we couldn't have it any other way and once you go here I feel like it's really difficult it's like no what do you mean have a boss someone to tell me what to do I Carla is the only one who can tell me what to do (laughs) (laughs) I wish someone would tell me what to do sometimes actually we do have Jared who's our friend and he tells tells me what to to do do sometimes I'm like okay Jared uh So define your success. What does success look like to you? And don't make your success someone else's success. Don't make your goals someone else's goals. Check in, tune in, and continually check in. Just because your goal was this last year, is it still that? Is it still what you actually want? And remember that with reaching goals comes many, many other things. It's not just about reaching a goal. Usually it means 
a whole list of other things. Yeah. Like so interesting. It's you know if you want to build out a, a online teacher training, it's a great goal. So glad we set this goal. But you know what comes along with that? Lots of other things. A lot of work. And <laughs> like we've had I think it's been the most amazing project that we've ever created apart from Marybody and the Marybody app. That's so much more on like long time ongoing. This has been, you know, one year focus and it's been where we've really grown and it's combining all of our passions together, like this perfect, I don't know what to call it, a perfect storm. <laughs> well, because, yeah, it's combining the love of yoga and the love of business because mm. it's intertwined and the love of teaching, I guess. Like we love teaching and it's not just Pilates and yoga we love to teach. We love to teach, you know, this very topic, the mindset topics. Mm. I mean, after 10 years of online business, we have learned a lot and – I think what has really helped us is that, you know, we always had that follow your bliss kind of idea. So we stayed connected to our heart. So it kind of let us down this path of not being like, ooh, that, look, let's follow that shiny thing or ooh, let's get distracted by this uh, opportunity. We stayed really focused but it moved with us kind of thing. Like the focus was the heart. The focus was what we love, but that's moved. Yeah. If that makes sense, maybe. It does make sense. And I think the other thing that's been with us from the very beginning is cultivating a positive mindset. Oh, my. So important in business. learning how to be resilient and to bounce back from a not-so-positive mindset. How do we pull ourselves out of the depths of comparison? How do we pull ourselves out of the depths of I'm a failure, nothing's going right, this sucks, I I have to give up? It certainly is not going to work if you stay on that kind of a uh, way of thinking. If you keep thinking that way, you'll continue. You know, you need to come up with a method. You need to have a tool that uh, diverts your thoughts or changes your thoughts get you out of this really hyper-focus, I suck, my business is a failure kind of way of thinking. And the thing that we have that is the secret tool that I wish you all could have is each other. <laughs> I really wish that everyone could have an Emma <laughs> or, or, a Carla. or a Carla. And if you don't, this is where it's like search for that one person or search for that group that you can count on, that you can turn to when things feel like everything is just flat, that everything is just like I'm flatlining here. Like I don't know if I can pull myself out because often just one line of you can do this, everything's going to be okay, watch your next step, let's figure it out. Yeah, That is like a lifeline worth so much. Yeah, I think as well that whole – just take one step. I mean, we teach this again and again in Marybody when people come, you know, really demotivated, they don't want to wake up and get out of bed earlier and roll out their mats and do the class. Just focus on your next step. Focus on rolling out the mat and sitting on your mat and press play. You don't even need to do it. Just focus on that step Mm -hmm. and see what happens. Same with business. What's one action step you can take right now to get you out of your head And into, you know, like the work, into the action, like into the, hey, I just made a step forward to get out of this kind of muck. Mm -hmm. 
And I think the best thing you can do is make a big long list. <laughs> I love Write this. a to-do list. Write a list. Write a list of all your ideas that you have. Okay, how am I going to get myself out of this moment? And then pick one of them. And that is just a really helpful thing to have in the back of your mind that action creates motivation, that one step will lead you to the next step and the next and the next. But cultivating a positive mindset takes time and energy and focus. And this is why the practices of yoga, Pilates and meditation are so amazing. I can, I think that I can be so grateful for these practices when they came at the time that they did for us or like, I guess, re-entered our lives because we just moved to the Gold Coast. This was kind of like another re-new beginning of everything Mary Makes Sisters. We were taking this leap of, you know, leaving Canberra and coming to the Gold Coast and trying something new, hoping to grow. And it wasn't easy. And there was definitely lots of obstacles along the way in doing everything that we've done with the Mary Make Sisters and now Mary Bonnie. But the one thing that was consistent was yoga and Pilates. And it was always this one thing I could turn to where I could just kind of focus the mind, get present. And it always reminded me of what truly mattered. Okay, I have my health. I'm alive. I have my amazing family. I have friends. Great. Amazing. I have everything I need. Stop focusing on everything that's going wrong. Stop focusing on everything you don't have, Carla. Focus on what you do have. And we've all heard this before. When we focus with that abundant mindset, when we look at what we do have instead of what we don't have, we keep finding things that we have. We keep finding opportunities. It's like gratitude. As soon as we start to think, I'm grateful for that, I'm grateful for that, then the list just doesn't end because we we switch our focus. We put a different lens on. And yoga, Pilates, meditation does that. And this is why I just think it's the most amazing practice. Because, you know, if I just had running as my thing, it wouldn't have had the same effect. No, because you would be probably just stewing on the, oh, this is bad, this is bad, this is bad. <laughs> also running, ow, ow, ow. Yeah, uh, my back. <laughs> so that's why it's important to also take time for your self-care. When you run a business, you put yourself to the bottom of the list. I mean, not just business owners. Everyone. Parents. (laughs) We all do it. Parents, workaholics. (laughs) Uh, We tend to sometimes forget about our self-care and our health, but it's so important. And any time spent on looking after you is time well spent. I think what sometimes stops us is that we think it needs to be like an hour. Mm -hmm. I need to do an hour yoga and then half an hour meditation. Yeah, I don't have time for that. I'll just do nothing. No, you can simply do a five-minute meditation class and that's why we have these inside Mary Body. Five minutes guided meditation of Carla telling you how amazing you are. Yeah, we all need that. Come on. Oh, like, you can have a Carla. Like, like exactly. <laughs> Actually, you can have an Emma and a Carla. You just need to sign up to Mary Body. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think it's so important that we take that time and it's an investment. It might feel like it's taking away from your time and, you know, that's time where you could, I don't know, sell more mm. or, or do more or build more or create more or, or teach more, whatever it might be. But it's like you're replenishing yourself. You're filling up your cup so you have a better cup to serve with. Like you have a more energized you. You have a more grounded you. You have a more calm you, which is going to attract more customers. I really, truly believe that wholeheartedly. I think it's um, an amazing thing to remind ourselves of. It is so, so easy to just skip it and to to think, no, I'm just going to push through. I'm going to write back to a few more emails. 
but we should be treating those moments like very important meetings. Yeah. <laughs> because they are. They are. Because without you, nothing happens. So we need to make sure we look after you. And we've all, we felt that even. Yeah, totally. And I, I know that so many people would feel that and I can imagine it's a similar feeling to when you are trying to look after a family and you feel guilty for taking time for yourself. But it is so, so important. When we look after ourselves, when our cup is full, we all know the story. When our cup is full, then the overflowing can go to other people. And we show up as kinder, more compassionate, more patient, more focused, more vibrant versions of ourselves. And I tell you what, I want to be more vibrant and more kind and more compassionate. Like, Me too. I want to be that person. It's also remembering, yeah, how's the journey? Yeah. Who How- cares about the end goal? Yeah. How's the journey? Because the days and the steps and the moments and the breaths, that's what makes up the life. We might Just because we reach certain destinations, we shouldn't just think, look, I ticked that off. We should be thinking, yeah, but how did I get there? Yeah. Did I enjoy it? Yeah. Was it any good? Uh, and I think, you know, that comes to like goal setting. This is why we love the, the, the lesson we learned with yoga again of detachment. You know, we have to set goals in business, of course. Like it's all part of owning and creating and growing a business. Like you need to kind of have a pathway in mind or like some goal in mind. I want to achieve blah, or I want to stay here even maybe you've reached your goal and you're happy you're you're content Mm -hmm. but you need to maintain that now yeah I know that's (laughs) the funny thing like it's not just about reaching a goal then you need to stay there yeah so funny I love it when you read all the stories and it's like I met a monthly recurring revenue of one million dollars and it's like sorry I had an American accent but that's just because they're probably all the videos that I listen to when it's like that and then I think to myself yeah how did you get there and now that was one month and now you got to do it next and month and then I also think but how many Facebook ads <laughs> did you do like yeah, what's this the profit is, margin so if you're ever comparing to online businesses I mean like guys come on like we know not everything is true online especially if they're t- trying to sell you and internet marketing <laughs> you know if they're trying to sell you a course on how to sell more on how to make money online and they're not fully open about what they've achieved I don't know I don't know about that yeah they can tell you how much money they made but how much money did they spend yeah what's your profit and loss yeah so that's the money that's what really matters and also what really matters is how did you get there? How was the journey? So looking at our goals, again, remembering that, yes, we can set them. They're really important. We need to reach for something. But can we release the grasp? Can we make sure we actually enjoy the journey toward the goal? And even if we miss the goal by just an inch or even a meter or we land somewhere completely unexpected, can we actually be okay with that? That's, that's the practice. That's the lesson. That's the mindset shift. I think it's really also like, you know, if you're really fixated on growing your business financially, look, I just think it's really good to acknowledge that money is not directly equal to, you know, overjoyed, amazing, happy life. Like I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was, it had this, I don't know who it was with or where I was listening to it what show but it literally said like the more affluent a suburb is or like an area is the more mental health issues there are and I thought Mm. that's really interesting like is that true maybe and I thought wow because you know they were probably looking at like areas where people are working in in banking jobs or like I don't know stock brokerage or like these highly stressful jobs that earn a lot of money 
However, they also come with like so much pressure. So back to that story with Brian Clark, like check in with your goals. Are they even your goals? Do you still want that goal? Like reevaluate. What do you want with your life? And don't just look business, look, you know, that whole holistic Mm. life because it isn't just business. It's our lives. Like we don't want to get so far ahead and then be like, oh, crap, I just like worked my bum off for this business that I don't even care about. Yeah, I made heaps of money, but I missed out on X, Y, Z. I really wanted that actually. Mm. It's very important. Check in, check in. It's important to continually check in. Check in, check in, check in. We're forever checking in. Uh, I want to come back to this idea of when we were talking about pointing out our differences because, you know, the question is about competition and, like, how can we overcome that and, like, how can we move through that? And I really think remembering that there is no one else on the planet but you. Like Like you. you. There's no one else on the planet but you. Wow. (laughs) That would be lonely. really, really weird. Uh, Should you say it again? Come on, say it again. There's no one else on the planet exactly like you. (laughs) You're very unique. You're very special. And we have to remember that. And when you run your own business, you there's an element of you in that business. Even the biggest of businesses, there's still elements of the staff. Like they make a difference. It's like the culture trickles through, no matter how big, I think. But when it's a small business, like, for example, our business, I think, you know, anywhere up to 300 staff, maybe more, there's that element of you and and who you are and what makes you different. And we can really focus on that and that can be where you stand out. And this is where we focus on not focusing on the before and after. Not We don't do summer bodies. We don't count calories. We don't talk about muffin tops or tuck shot lady arms or any other word that is mean to our bodies. And we always come back to that. You know, when we get stuck on the competition, yeah, okay, they're doing that, but we don't, we don't do that. We do this instead. And if you can focus on that, then that might inspire that step, that action step to take. Okay, well, let me do a reel on that. Let me remind our followers of how we're different. And that, again, takes you out of the competition mindset and into your own lane again. Like staying in your own lane, it's an important thing. Yeah, and like with confidence and with love and with, Mm. I don't know, passion and and excitement and, and a sense of proudness, right? Like being proud of what you're doing. Like sometimes we forget oh yeah like this is a big deal if you're if you're in business it's a big deal that you're doing what you're doing Mm -hmm. like how far have you come don't just look ahead like take a moment take a moment to reflect and be appreciative of all the amazing work you've done of, of perhaps all the amazing people who have come through your business and maybe you've helped them you've shifted their lives uh in one way or another be grateful for your dedication, your devotion, and acknowledge that. What about also the idea of collaboration over competition? Yeah, can we shift it? Maybe it's not even competition. Can you... Can we join forces? Yeah, can you do something together? Because I... And this is another thing. We come back to this mindset a lot, that there's plenty of room for everybody, that there's going to be an audience for everybody, that we're not for everybody. No way. Some people find us so annoying. Yeah, we've had that feedback. 
We agree. I'm so annoying sometimes. <laughs> it's like, you girls, you just laugh too much. You're too... You're too happy. You're too happy. I mean, like, yeah, that feedback sucks, though, but, like, it's not nice to hear, but bye. 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 See, I don't want you here anyway. That's kind of how we deal with that feedback, by the way. We, we literally ignore it. But also, We're I'm not like, changing our personality. But also, like, can you just not tell me that? <laughs> yeah, it's actually really mean. No, I think the thing is that people don't think we read the feedback. People think that we're bigger than we are. That's what I think people think. They think, oh, they're just an, they're just they're just the girls who film the videos. Like they don't see this. But no, no, we, we do. See we see we see everything. We read them. We see every email. Even if our if our Rose is replying to emails, I can still go back and see every email if I want to. Um, yeah, that's why it's important to be kind. Yeah, all you people who know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're listening. If they've been mean to us before, they probably don't follow this podcast. Yeah, yeah. probably not. Whatever. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> before we got distracted by meanies, uh, collaboration. Collaboration. Okay, so how can we look at collaborating rather than competition? And I'm not saying collaborate with your competition, but stop focusing so much on the competition and focus on collaboration instead. Can we collaborate with parallel businesses? Can we, Can if you're a yoga and Pilates business in the local studio, can you collaborate with the coffee shop next door? How can, how can you work together? Yeah, can it be like a... Get a coffee, get a free coffee after your class or something, and you pay for all the coffees uh, from your studio. And it's like the whole community of the Pilates class then mingles together. Mm-hmm. And then they come back because they have fun, because it's community and they feel like they belong and they feel excited to go back next I time. I think that's so important as well. Like, look at what else your business does for people. Like, it's not just the product or service you sell, there's a flow and effect. So, like, you know, we might sell this, but it actually also equals that. We sell yoga and Pilates classes, but it also helps people feel more confident Mm. and uh, feel more self-acceptance and feel like they can let go of their old kind of mindset of I'm not good enough. Like, that's life-changing. It's not just a yoga or Pilates class. Isn't it true? Like, I feel like we just have to, if we're stuck in this competition analysis, we just have to shift our perspective. We have to be stronger than the mind. We have to be stronger than that focus, than that pull, than that that we all have it. We all have that negative bias where we're like we just want to focus on them. We hate them. I mean that's human nature. Human <laughs> we hate nature. That human nature, like we do have a natural negative bias. Some people are naturally more positive and optimistic than others. Uh like it's funny, isn't it? How we I mean, I guess we go through stuff and like we just develop these kind of Habits. Habits and who we are. But we have to learn how to be stronger than that. That's that's the goal here. Because as we said before, we've we've said it we've said it many times. If we get stuck there, it stops us. And that's the worst thing that could happen. Inaction. In that's the worst unless you need it, unless you need a break. But that is the worst thing that could happen. Is that it stops you from taking a step forward. So remember that. Hang on a minute. Here I am stuck in competition land, just focusing on what everyone else is doing. How about I take a step back? What can I do? What's one action step that will move me out of this? Maybe it's just a deep breath. Maybe it's a yoga class. Maybe it's a walk. Or maybe it's actually sending an email. Maybe it's making an Instagram reel. Maybe it's developing a new challenge or developing a new program or thinking of a new program or thinking of 10 new blog post ideas. I don't know what it could be, but it's something that shifts you out of that focus. But first of all, we have to have the awareness that it's even there. Mm. And that's where we need to also practice. How are my thoughts? Checking in, 
because our mind can be our best friend or our worst enemy. <sighs> I love this episode. I might, I can't even talk. That's how much I love it. Uh, these topics are amazing, I guess, because, you know, we talk about them a lot just between us because we've needed to over the years to get through these difficult moments and hardships and, you know, those times that we also experience comparisonitis and competition and uh, we get down sometimes. Like, of course, we're not always positive. No, not at all. Uh-uh. Sometimes the opposite. Mm-hmm. But we have learned these tools and these ways and these mindset shifts that have supported us along this journey. And we're not saying that you are instantly amazing at this. It takes practice. And we're not saying that these uh, kind of negative mindsets don't come back. No, they do. And sometimes they're also helpful. You know, Mm -hmm. it's important to be realistic. It's not good to be like ah everything's so amazing like we don't want to be fake you want to be realistic yeah and that that's the most important thing you want to be realistic but you can be optimistically realistic Realistic. i think did liz gilbert say that i think so and i really like that struck a chord with me that's for sure uh but thank you so much to alicia for asking this question and for inspiring this episode thank you to everyone else who've also sent through ideas as i know emma you posted in the everybody group you asked it you asked it what is wrong with me i cannot speak that's me every day uh, you asked for some podcast ideas and we i have, have a so list. many great ideas but please keep sending yeah, them yeah send them through if there's any like you know individual question like it can be super like um, specific specific yeah can we speak no, no. okay time, time to go time this to go. means it's time to say goodbye but Bye-bye. thank you so much for joining us we are so grateful for you choosing the get married podcast yes and if you have a friend who's going through you know a hard moment with competition send them this episode bye <laughs>